Welcome into the NFL Beats Weekly Podcast. Chris Heathman here on the 25th of June 2021. Hope you've had a cracking week so far and you're getting ready for an even better weekend. I shall be going nowhere this weekend because I was unfortunate enough to get a notification to say I need to isolate for six days following a close contact. A steep price to pay for going to the pub to watch England against the Czech Republic, but a price I have to pay. I'm experiencing those symptoms though, so it could of course be worse. And I've had both vaccinations, so even if I, I did contract the virus, I'm hopeful it wouldn't be too severe. Let's get on to why we're here though. As always on the podcast, I'll be giving you a quick rundown of the biggest stories from the week, just in case you missed anything. I'll also comment on those stories, give my two pennies worth. So without further ado, let's get on to this week's headlines. Las Vegas Raiders event event, Carl Nassib has become the first active NFL player in history to come out as gay. The 28-year-old posted a video on his Instagram to make the announcement. NFL players have until July 2nd to confirm whether they'll be opting out of the 2021 season, while the NFL and NFLPA have agreed vaccinated players who miss one or more games due to contracting COVID-19 will still receive any per-game roster bonuses. The Pittsburgh Steelers have released six-time Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro. The 31-year-old confirmed the move was made due to an ankle injury which needs surgery. And finally, the NFL has approved the use of alternate helmets starting from the 2022 season. The decision will allow teams to wear the helmets to match their throwback uniforms. Let's start then with the Carl Nassib story. He's made history as the first active NFL player to come out as gay, doing so via his Instagram account. In his video, he said, I just wanted to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, I'm going to do my best to do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting and that's compassionate. First of all, although attitudes towards homosexuality have changed dramatically over the years, this was still a brave decision from the Sib. You and I may be supportive, as are the majority of the people um, who have heard the news, but you never know how everyone is going to react, either around the sport, on social media, and even in, you know, in, in the player's own locker room. Secondly, I think the sort of low-key announcement, the way he did it was perfect, because if we want to get to a place where the coming out process isn't necessary, it's best not to make it into a big deal. Straight players don't need to announce they're straight, so should be the same um, for gay players. However, we're not there yet, and making these announcements on social media will help others uh, who are struggling. Like he said, visibility is, is still important, so it was great that he, he still posted on social media. In addition to this, Nasib said he'll be donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project, which is a suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for the LGBTQ plus youth. The NFL has actually matched this donation as well, which brings us onto the reaction to the video. It's been overwhelmingly positive. Roger Goodell and the NFL have been in full support. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr and the owner Mark Davis have also expressed their full support. Nassib's jersey also last week became the top selling jersey of the week. So it's been a fantastic reaction to a positive story. And 
For once, we haven't seen a media personality try to be controversial just for the sake of it by taking the opposite side of the discussion, which always makes the story about them rather than the individual, and in this case, the important cause uh, which it's highlighted. So congratulations to Carl Nassib for being proud of who he is and taking this step, uh, and I do hope that others gain confidence from what he's done and do the same in their own lives. Next up, more NFL COVID-19 talk. The NFL has set a deadline of July 2nd for players to inform their teams they're opting out, either as a high-risk opt-out or voluntary. Of course, this was an option afforded to players in 2020, but there's a difference for 2021. So, like 2020, high-risk opt-outs, so those who have a diagnosis in their medical file, which uh, would make them a high-risk, such as asthma, liver disease, type 2 diabetes, will be eligible for a $350,000 stipend in 2021. Voluntary opt-outs, though, will get nothing in 2021, whereas last season they were eligible for $150,000. At this point, it's unlikely there will be any voluntary opt-outs, especially given the situation with the stipend, but we'll see. Only players under contract before October 2020 will be able to voluntary opt-out, so this rules out any uh, rookies for voluntary opt-outs. For higher-risk rookies... Um, who decide to opt out, their clubs will still own their rights in that, in that sort of situation. The NFL and the NFLPA also agreed further benefits for fully vaccinated players this week, in addition to those agreed last week in the updated protocols. If you missed last week's episode of the podcast and you're not sure what those updated protocols are, you can go back to last week's episode and have a listen to that because I go through that then. This time, though, it's the, there's a financial incentive, so... Any fully vaccinated players with a per-game bonus in their contract will still be entitled to the bonus if they contract COVID-19 and miss one or more games because of it. The NFL will also be unable to challenge those players on whether they could have contracted it in a non-football-related setting as well. So The NFLPA did also send a letter to all active players this week to say vaccines aren't mandatory. And if they're being pressured by team officials, coaches, management, uh, then they should get in touch. But there's enough incentives and benefits being agreed to being vaccinated. It could convince those on the fence to lean towards being vaccinated uh, this um, before the season. Um, but we'll see how those rates change. I've seen earlier that they are only making steady progress now in terms of vaccinations. But we'll see if these sort of benefits that are being agreed for the off-season and pre-season and of course the actual regular season changes that. Now on to the Pittsburgh Steelers who released Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro. A surprise at first given their offensive line issues but it was then revealed DeCastro will require ankle surgery to fix an issue he was suffering with last year. There's no guarantee either the surgery will be successful so retirement is very much a possibility for someone who's been a star of the Steelers O-line for a number of years now and it'll be a sad end to his career if, if that is the case but he he says he's uh, he'd be ready to move on if that was the case so he seems content with it to Castro. To replace De Castro, Pittsburgh have signed free agent Trey Turner who last suited up for the LA Chargers last season in nine games following a trade with the Carolina Panthers. He was released after just a season though 
Um, he's a five-time pro bowler himself, and he gets a one-year, $3 million deal. So the Steelers lose a body, but then add one. The O-line is still very much in a bad way, and it begs the question, why didn't they invest in rebuilding it this offseason? In the draft, they spent their first two draft picks on a running back and tight end when alignment should have been the priority. What they have now won't protect Ben Roethlisberger in what will likely be his last season. They, of course, already lost uh, offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva, who signed with the Baltimore Ravens in the same division. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season as a head coach, but with the Steelers this season, the state of the roster, that could change in 2021. If he manages a winning season with this team, for me, he'll probably be a coach of the year candidate because it's a mess. Their defence will have to dig them out a lot for that to happen, though, in my opinion. Last up, finally, the NFL has approved the use of alternate helmets from 2022. This means teams in throwback uniforms will be able to also wear throwback helmets to match instead of having to wear their standard helmets every week. Fans have been calling for this because they want to see the classic helmets of New England, Tampa Bay, Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, and so on. It'll be fun to see them again, and it obviously gets the nostalgia going. Teams, because of this change, can pair the second helmet with alternate throwback or colour rush uniforms. So, of course, as well as throwback uniforms, a number of teams have colour rush ones. For example, the New Orleans Saints do, and so on. So, as long as they follow all league policies on ensuring that all alternate helmets are properly fitted and that all players are provided with sufficient opportunity to wear alternate helmets in practice prior to wearing them in the game, they can be used. Player safety was the primary reason the NFL previously told teams to stop using alternate helmets. Teams wanted every player to have one helmet that fit him properly and not to alter it during the season, but the new policy addresses those concerns because um, it requires teams to have a new set of alternate helmets for every player on the roster to ensure that all the ultimate alternate helmets are the same make, model, size as the player's primary helmet. And by requiring players to get fitted for both their primary and alternate helmets at the same time in training camp, that should do the trick in terms of safety. And we can look forward to seeing those next year. Anyway, that's your lot this week. Thanks very much for listening. And don't forget, you can follow on Twitter at the NFLB underscore for daily musings and articles. Subscribe or follow if you like the podcast and leave a review to let me know what you think. For now though, take it easy and have a great weekend.